Hey, remember what it's like to have that feeling that somebody always has your back? We'll continue to listen today because we are going to talk about how you can have that 24-7. I remember back in the day when we used to wish that we could work from home. But now, so many people are. And even though you're, you know, having conversation with your coworkers and able to do so many things at home that you were doing at work, you're still there alone and it can feel at times lonely and you miss that interaction with people. I know I do, but sometimes that can go on for a while and you get to where you stay home so much that, um, you just feel alone. And then, you know, there's times then when you're doing your work and and you want to focus on doing a good job. And, you know, sometimes I think you can miss out on some of the important things that you do better when you're in the office. And sometimes you can just feel like, you know, nobody has your back. So let's talk about how you can change that. Today we're going to talk about in day 15, I am with the Father. When I was a teenager, I used to sing a whole lot. I would go to places and I would sing on the stage with a band I didn't even know. And we would have to perform without any practice. I remember singing in church and doing solos and having to wear long dresses because I was so nervous singing in front of these people that my legs would shake. But you know, even when we face trials, you know, and um, things in our life that are uncomfortable, and even the good days, we can sometimes just feel alone. But we don't have to feel that way. We don't have to ever feel that way. And this is why. In John chapter 8, verse 16, it tells us, And yet if I do judge, My judgment is true, for I am not alone, but I am with the Father who sent me. In our book portion of this podcast today, Chad Gonzalez goes on to tell us that Jesus' statement in John 8, 16 is one that makes you turn your head sideways and go, huh? Jesus said, I'm not alone, but I am with the Father who sent me. How can you be with someone who sent you from somewhere? From a natural perspective, it would be like saying, Lacey sent me to the store, and even though I'm at the store, I'm still with her. However, from a spiritual perspective, it all makes sense. Remember, we are spiritual beings born from heaven and yet living on the earth. We are living in two worlds at the same time. Even though I am on the planet earth, in the realm of the spirit, I am still divinely connected to God and with him. In the context of this statement, Jesus was talking about God backing him up. There is a tremendous boldness that rises within you whenever you know God is with you. Not just in theory, but really knowing God is literally with you. When you are staring down 
a tumor, or a deformed body part, knowing God is with you will make you say and do some things that you would think were crazy if he wasn't with you. There have been times I've said something when the anointing was really strong, and later I look back and said, what was I thinking? However, that is the reason results happen. I wasn't thinking about the problem because I was completely aware of him who sent me. The confession for today is, I am never alone, but I am with the Father who sent me. And the scripture reading for today comes from Ephesians chapter 2, verses 1 through 10. It wasn't so long ago that you were mired in that old, stagnant life of sin. You let the world, which doesn't know the first thing about living, tell you how to live. You filled your lungs with polluted unbelief and then exhaled disobedience. We all did it. All of us doing what we felt like doing, when we felt like doing it, all of us in the same boat. It's a wonder God didn't lose his temper and do away with the whole lot of us. Instead, immense in mercy and with an incredible love, he embraced us. He took our sin-dead lives and made us alive in Christ. He did all this on his own, with no help from us. Then he picked us up and set us down in highest heaven in company with Jesus, our Messiah. Now God has us where he wants us, with all the time in this world and the next, to shower grace and kindness upon us in Christ Jesus. Saving is all his idea and all his work. All we do is trust him enough to let him do it. It's God's gift from start to finish. We don't play a major role. If we did, we'd probably go around bragging that we'd done the whole thing. No, we neither make nor save ourselves. God does both the making and saving. He creates each of us by Christ Jesus to join him in the work he does, the good work he has gotten ready for us to do, work we had better be doing. So you see, if someone like Christ was going to die on a cross for us, if someone like God was going to give his only son for us so that we could be abundantly free, why in the world would we be alone? He would want to be with us. He's always with us. No matter what you're doing in your life, no matter what um, is set before you, no matter what problems you face, uh, even working from home, like I was mentioning before, um, you can find, I feel like that's such a privilege where you can find time to do a lot of other things that you normally wouldn't get to do if you were not at home. Um, They may just be little moments, but those little moments make a difference. And there's time to just pray. Even if you're at the office or you're in the classroom, you know that you can pray to God during that time, just in your thoughts and things like that. Um, You can think of creative ways just to spend time with the Father and how fun that can be. And you can feel His presence and you don't feel alone. He is always with you. And when you seek him, you will find him. Start inviting him into everything that you do. Um, Let me tell you a quick little story. One day, uh, I was in the kitchen and and the family room's right there beside the kitchen. And my son had went and sat down in the recliner. And there's another recliner next to it. It's one of those sectional sofas. 
And when he sat down, the other recliner just like kicked out like somebody had sat in it and hit the handle and kicked the footing out. My son just looks over and says, well, hey, Jesus, how you doing? And he just does little things like that, that just welcome and bring humor as well, because we have often said that we feel like God really has a sense of humor. So we just talk to him like he's right here, because he is. And when I say invite him, just take him everywhere you go. You know, you're inviting him everywhere you go. And you begin to feel that, you know, it it may sound funny to many, but I know that God smiles. I know that he smiles whenever we include him in things like that and just everywhere we go before we're going to take a test, you know, or when we're just walking uh, from class to class or uh, in the grocery store, wherever, just talk to him. You know what? And I don't even care if you think I'm crazy. Um, my husband, he I hear him talking a lot and he's just by himself. He'll be working around the house and talking and I'll say, you know, who are you talking to? And he goes, oh, I'm just talking to God, you know, and it just brings such joy and such peace and a smile to our faces. And um, so as silly as you may think that is, it's really, really important and it does work and it does even change your whole um, perspective on life. And so I just... um encourage you to think about those kinds of things and uh, and do them. You know, talk to God, invite him everywhere you go. You're going to begin to feel your life change when you do those things. And um, if you're not comfortable talking out loud, then just um, talk to him in your in your thoughts and in your quiet. And uh, but I'm going to promise you, if you make those kinds of changes in your life and invite him everywhere you go, you are going to see your life change. I will see you tomorrow.